Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's podcast. This is the place where we discuss how to maximize performance and improve retention with today's modern sales force. Every conversation on the show has one goal in mind, and that is to catapult your commission. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia, international best-selling author, motivational speaker, and a lifelong sales enthusiast. Be sure to join me every week as we interview sales leaders and entrepreneurs from around the world. We will discuss best practices and ensure that you leave motivated and inspired to take action. Now, let's enjoy today's episode. Catapulting Commissions family, what's up team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. So, people who work in sales always look at other sales industries and like, hey, what can I learn from this person? What can I learn from their skill set, their mindset, their career growth? Today's episode is definitely for a niche industry. If you're in the real estate industry, you're going to want to listen. If you're a high-performing sales professional or salespreneur, you're going to want to listen to the mindset of my next guest and what has taken her to exponential growth in her industry. So let me tell you a little bit about who we have on the show today. Lloyd of Velasquez is a real estate agent with Team BC of EXP Realty, servicing both California and Florida. Not only is she a great realtor, she also has helped thousands of agents who subscribe to her YouTube channel where she provides real estate sales training content. And she's being modest. Her YouTube channel has thousands of subscribers who listen to her on a consistent basis as she provides incredible value. That's where I found Lloyda. You'll find a link to her YouTube channel in the show notes. Be sure to go get subscribed there. Lloyda, welcome to Catapulting Commissions. Thank you, Anthony, so much for having me. I'm really excited to not just talk about sales, but see what value we can bring the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to have you here. So, Lloyd, let's let's just start here. You've been a successful real estate agent. There's people listening to the show right now that are either in their real estate career, they're successful themselves, they're early in their career, or I know there's listeners who are listening and saying, hey, I want to join real estate. I just, I don't know if the timing's right for me. So can you give us a little background? How did you get into real estate? How long you've been? And what was the pivotal moment or switch that made you say, hey, I want to be a real estate agent? Yeah, so I have been a real estate agent for the past seven years. I got my license back in 2015. Prior to that, I worked in marketing and advertising for about eight years. And even though I absolutely loved what I did, um, it got to a point that I felt like I was being overworked and underpaid. Um, the value that I was bringing to my employer, it felt like it was going unnoticed. So I have always had a very entrepreneurial mindset. I saw real estate as an opportunity for me to kind of, you know, do something different. I knew it was not going to be easy, but I knew people that were doing it and had been successful. So I told myself, you know, let's not reinvent the wheel. Let's do what these people, these top producers have done to get to where they're at. And if I'm able to stick through this, if I'm able to focus and really dedicate 100% of the time to be able to um, do what they did, then I would be successful. And that's exactly what I did. Um, I, it's funny because even before I got into real estate or even considered it, I knew that there would be cold calling and door knocking involved, or at least that's what I had heard that you needed to do. And when I first heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, I am never in my life going to do that. So when I got into real estate, that is exactly what I focused on. And that's what I became very great at. 
So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what others don't want to do. And I'm going to be so good at it that that's how I'm going to generate my business. And then that's kind of how I got started in real estate. Okay. Let's, let's peel some layers back there. So one, you had a previous career marketing advertising eight years in, you say, Hey, I'm gonna make a pivot. going to switch, join in a real estate career. So you essentially take a role that you were good in, had developed some success and said, Hey, I'm going to start over and go into a real estate agent, stable income, not a stable income, catapulted commissions, family. You get that. You go into a career where you're, you, you know, essentially your income is generated off what you sell. Real estate is a prime example of that. But you say, I don't want to cold call. I don't want to door knock to generate leads, but you go to an industry that that's where you start. So one, where did that mindset come from in the terms of saying, okay, I'm going to commit to this because let's, let's be honest, right? You said you enjoyed it. You, 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 you grew your business there. There's people listening right now that have to cold call and door knock for whatever their service is. And they like have to find that motivation or that urge to get up and say, Hey, I'm gonna make these additional calls today. I'm going to pound this pavement and knock on some doors today. So how did you find the motivation to start there? And then two, how did you develop the skill set to make that a successful source for your business? Yeah. So actually taking it back a little bit, when I was doing marketing and advertising right before I made the switch to real estate, I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to school and get my master's. So I went back to business school. I enrolled in a master's program. When I knew that I was going to stick to real estate 100%, I ended up dropping out of that master's program to pursue real estate. So cold calling and door knocking, I had seen. So in our industry, there's, for example, some big real estate coaches. One of the ones that I was watching a lot, his name is Mike Ferry. He's very big on these techniques. And I had seen that there were top real estate agents that were doing this. So I said, you know, I don't want to be an average agent. I want to be the top of the top and I need to do whatever it takes, even if it's outside of my comfort zone and even if it's not something that I want to do. So I did not want to be a buyer's agent. Not that I don't like to work with buyers, but I knew that working with sellers and listings was much tougher and more specifically working with for sale by owners and expireds because these are individuals that already maybe had a bad experience with an agent or maybe they just don't like real estate agents at all. So I told myself, I'm very competitive. I was like, I need to be so good on the phone with my skills and my communication that if I'm talking to any of these prospects and I can hear a motivation in them that they're looking to either buy or sell a property, then I know that I'm the best agent that can help them. And another thing that motivated me to go this route of hitting the doors and making these phone calls is that I know a lot of people, if they have never dealt with a real estate agent, they have probably heard bad stories about agents that were shady or didn't do a good job or anything like that. So I said to myself, you know, because of all of that, I need to work even harder to prove to all of these people that if they decide to work with me, they have made the best decision. And then that's how they're going to tell their friends, their family about me, and I will get more referral business. That is that one. I love how you share. You looked at somebody who was doing it better than you or you wanted to emulate. So for just the purest form, you found a mentor, right? And you said, okay, this is what this person's doing. These people are successful doing this. I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go all in and do this. So it's funny how that works when you say, hey, I'm not going to have an ego involved because there's people and I, I know this firsthand. 
I know real estate agents firsthand that are like, I've left my corporate career doing this. I'm not going to knock on pavement. I'm not going to pound doors. Like I'm going to use my network and I'm going to grow organically. And you're like, man, I get that. But some of the most successful people in your industry have started here and, and have learned and have built their own business. So one, I think that's incredibly uh, impressive on, on your skill set to say, hey, I'm going to commit to this. But as you were doing that, it wasn't successful right out the gate, was it? It wasn't because I was not comfortable. I had never done it before. You know, I was getting used to what to say, how to respond um, over time as I did it. And this is something that I tell all of the new agents. When you put yourself out there in these situations, when you're dealing with people, different personalities, over time, the longer that you do it, your communication skills get better to the point that now you can have conversations with a 20-year-old or a 70-year-old, whether you're selling a mobile home or a $16 million property. So for me, it's not just about getting leads on the phones or at the doors, but it's a combination of all of the learning experiences that I got by doing that, in addition to you know capturing information from people, building relationships and eventually selling properties and helping people buy from people that I just met organically during those things. So I, I, I love how you, you know, you acknowledge you weren't good at the start. So catapulting commissions down and the key takeaway here, right? We, no one starts perfect. So if you start sloppy, if you suck, just, just keep going. I mean, you, exactly. you, you're going to get better, right? But how did you stay motivated during this time? Because I hear that Lloyd, and I'm like, that's awesome. But, I mean, we were talking, you know, off air. I mean, you you started in parts of Los Angeles. It's hot. It's crowded traffic. Or you could be on the beach. You're like, oh, my gosh, that looks so fun. I live in Bakersfield. It's 104 outside. So the thought of saying, hey, I'm going to go knock on doors right now and get no success or be out moving around, it's pretty easy to get demotivated. How, how did you stay motivated? And how did you stay focused on the goal? For me, one of the reasons that I got into this business is because I knew that my success would allow me to help my family, more specifically my parents. So when I got into real estate, my mom was still working. My dad, he was not working anymore because he had gotten sick. So I told myself, I don't want to have my mom continuing to work. Obviously, she doesn't like where she's working. I come from a very humble beginnings. My parents didn't go to college, probably not even high school from another country. So for me, my goal and my success in real estate would mean that they would now live a better life. So after my first year, I started to get some sales and I was able to help my mom retire. So for me, those days that I didn't want to make the phone calls or I didn't want to door knock, I would picture myself, my mom being at home and I'm like, okay, I got to do it for her and my dad so that they can be happy and retire and now not have to worry about working like 10 hours a day doing something that they don't like. So for me, it was always having a reason as to what would motivate me to get out there and put in the work when I didn't feel like doing it, when I didn't want to wake up, when I got just cussed out at over the phone, this is what would push me for that next person. And along with that, I knew that there was someone out there that needed my help. And if I didn't get to them, it would be another agent that would be getting my commission. So why not me? Let's just stick to this. Mm, I love, love that. You you have a why, right? I'm not going to gonna quote Simon mm-hmm. Sinek Star with the why, but it's one common denominator from every successful guest I've had on the show. There, there's a reason people are working. Like, it's a big why. And I noticed you didn't say it was because I wanted to make tons of money, which 
which I love. I mean, the, the, the show is catapulting commissions. We talk to sales professionals and salespreneurs how to make more money. But if you've learned and if you've followed and you can go listen to any of the previous 150 or so episodes, we never have a guest on that's like, oh, I did this because, man, I just wanted to kill it and make money. Like, no, no, no shit. Like, duh, the, of course, that's a byproduct. But yeah. the goal, working for somebody else, finding that to push you. And then to hear you say, you know, you get cussed out, you get hung up on. And the mentality I love, someone else is going to get it. So why not me? Exactly. Oh, oh, I, I love that. I love that. So you, you currently in your state, you help train new real estate agents. Is that correct? Yes. So when I got really quick, when I got into real estate, um, going back to how you're not good from the start, something that I focused on was going after for sale by owners, which are individuals that are trying to, ho- to sell the home on their own. Um, but sometimes with an agent, it's much better. So I recorded my very first for sale by owner call and I posted it on YouTube. So you can go and see how horrible I was. I did not know what to say. I didn't know how to respond. I was bad. It has like maybe 140,000 views, but I put myself out there so that now any new agents that get into this business, they can see, you know, Lloyda started really crappy and she sucked, but look at her now. She's killing it. So if I do what she did and stick to what she teaches, I'll have the results if I stick to it and focus. Oh, Lloyd, we're going to have to, can you please send that video <laughs> to me and my team? We will put a link to that video of Lloyd's first uh, for sale, uh, for sales call with uh, a yeah. for sale for uh, uh, owner for sale by owner. And I, yes. I would love to hear it because nobody remembers, Hey, we sucked in the beginning. And, and, and so new agents are like, Oh, like, you know, someone is so polished i could never do that like you have to start somewhere everybody starts really badly mm-hmm. and you, i love how you casually dropped it has 140,000 views on it so one <laughs> i mean let's just let's not beat around the bush loida is one of youtube's thought leaders in this real estate space and to hear someone who's a thought leader in the training of new real estate agents say hey i'm gonna put my video up on youtube so you can see how badly i suck like someone should watch that and be like I could do that. Like, that's the idea when you see somebody yeah. who sucks. And, and so I appreciate that. So let, let's talk here. So you, you train, you, you train new agents, you put content down on YouTube. How many subscribers do you have on YouTube right now? Over 83,000. Over 83,000 people are subscribing to your content and listening to you share the, the growth and, and challenges and how to be a successful real estate agent. So let's, you know, one question here on the new agents, and then I want to talk a little about your YouTube platform. Real estate agents that are starting right now, meaning, let's just, I'm not going to get political, but everyone's like, oh my goodness, like the, the world's going to explode, right? Like we're, we're one pin button away from everything going to recession and all of this. And everyone's like, oh my goodness, it looks like 2008 all over again, right? So whether it happens or it doesn't, I'm not a fortune teller. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a business owner and many of my, many of people who are listening are business owners as well. What advice would you give to the new agent that just is starting their real estate career in an uncertain time? Like, what are some of the mistakes they should watch out for? What are some of the mindsets that they should have? What, what feedback would you share to that person today? I would say that there will always be business no matter what time or what we're going through, period. So if you're brand new, you just got your license. You're going to hear so many different people's opinions. Oh, you should get out of the business. Oh, it's not a good time. Obviously, you have a reason as to why you got into real estate. So that has to be one of your 
main uh, motivators for, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing. So one of the reasons that I started my YouTube channel was because when I got into the business, I remember wanting to know what it was like to be a real estate agent. I would go on YouTube and I was not finding anything, maybe a, a video here and there, but I could not find anyone's experience to tell me what it was like to be an agent, what I should be doing, which, what I should watch out for. And along with that, I was not finding any women sharing their experience. No one looked like me. So I took that as an opportunity to start creating content. So for any new agent, you know, there's now, along with myself, so many other agents sharing their experience, their success, that no matter what time we are going through in life or what's going on with the world, if you stick to the basics, learn how to communicate, how to listen to people, um, if you're working with homeowners or buyers, you have to know how to help them. What is the reason that they're looking to buy or sell? If you are able to master that communication, listening, negotiations, knowing what to say, how to say it, these are just some of the things along with putting in the actual work, because it seems like nowadays everyone wants the magic bullet. If you want the magic bullet, you're probably not going to last. You have to put in the work to become very good in this industry, but there will always be business. Mm, there is no magic bullet. And I love, you know, you have to work, which I completely agree with you and what you're saying on. And it's really the, the mindset, hearing your mindset. I mean, that's, that's the quality that everybody, that all sales professionals, whether you're real estate, whether you're medical, whether you're software, whether you're entrepreneur, like it's that mindset that, Hey, there's always business to be had. Somebody <laughs> is selling something somewhere, right? You and I are spending time recording this right now. At this current moment, someone is buying a house somewhere. Someone is buying consulting services somewhere. I mean, the sales are taking place. So why not us? Um, do you still actively focus on your own personal development in terms of your mindset, your sales skill set, your, your real estate savviness? Are you still learning in your craft? Are you still committed to learning? Absolutely. I think you always need to be learning. Because there's always something new or something that you can learn from someone else that is doing things at a higher level. So maybe a new agent sees me and they're like, you know, I want to be like Loida. But now current Loida sees someone else and I'm like, okay, I really need to step up my game and get to that level. Like, what do I need to do next? So you always have to be learning, bettering yourself, reading, working on your mindset, because this business, it's, it can be a very emotional roller coaster. And if you're not ready for it, you're just not going to last. Mm, I love that. hundred percent. You hear from Lloyd, she's incredibly successful in the real estate space. She's committed to her craft. She's committed to the education and you hear her mindset, right? It's a roller coaster, whether you're selling real estate homes, whether you're selling almonds in central Valley of California, whether you're selling, selling high-end cars, whether you're, whatever you're selling. It's, it's a roller coaster. There's ups, there's down, there's peaks, there's valleys. And if you protect that mindset, I do believe you press through it. So, Lloyda, you made a pivot in your business, or I don't even know if you made a pivot. I want to hear. So you posted this video on YouTube long time ago. First video, Lloyda sucks. Right? We're just call I don't know the title of the video. Yeah. We're saying Lloyda sucks selling, right? She's not doing a good job. She posted this video on YouTube, gets 140,000 views. But you didn't stop there. You've went on and utilized YouTube as a platform. Can you share with us a little bit about your approach? Like, how did you get started on YouTube? And how is YouTube, I guess, is, is it a lead magnet for your real estate business? Is it a separate business? Just kind of give us that insight of how you got started with YouTube. Yeah, so just like I shared a few minutes ago, 
I was brand new in the business. I went on YouTube. I was not finding any information about what it took to be an agent. So I saw that as an opportunity for me to just share my journey. During that time is when we saw that video was starting to become something within the industry and a way for you to stand out. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to record one video a week on what I'm learning and I'm going to put it out there. And hopefully if it helps at least one person, then that's going to make me totally happy. So I remember I posted my very first video. It was me sharing that I had just transitioned from working in marketing and was now getting into real estate. Put it on there. It went weeks without any views. Then I did another video. It was, I think, something along the mindset. Same thing. Nothing happened. Then I did this for sale by owner live call. And I was like, you know what? I've seen a few other live calls from other agents. But again, in this industry, it seemed like back then, whoever did content, it was always men. So I put myself out there. I was like, you know, people are going to laugh at me. They're going to leave me comments like, Lloyd, you suck. But it's probably going to help someone. And then I can later look back at it. So I posted that and I'm like, this is so cringe, but I'm going to do it because I told myself that I was going to be posting one video a week. So I did that. And it was, that's, I just kept on repeating that every single week, whatever I was going through, whatever I was learning, I was just taking out my cell phone and recording. I was out door knocking. So for my entire first year, pretty much all of that, all I did was door knocking later towards the end of that year is when I started to incorporate cold calling. So I was out there hitting the doors, recording myself like, hey, I'm over here in the city of Whittier. We're door knocking. And I just got this lead, put it on YouTube. So over time, it was being consistent, um, thinking about what I was learning that could help someone else. And over time, I just did that every single week. I didn't have like a certain day or time. I just knew that it needed to get done. And it got done. And over time, I saw that agents were relating to the content that I was putting out because no one else was sharing this and being consistent. And that's kind of how I started to grow on YouTube. I, I love, I mean, the, the vulnerability, right? I'm starting to sense a pattern here, right? You were vulnerable when you made the jump to your career. You got vulnerable when you started posting content. Catapult Commission's family, for those of you that listen to the audio, you've, you've, some of you have jumped on and seen the YouTube and seen the social media, right? It's very vulnerable to create content, put it out there and be like, man, I got 26 views. This took me seven hours to, to mass produce and edit and make look good. Or the, hey, I recorded this on my phone. No one watches it. Then boom, all of a sudden you get 20,000 views overnight. Like that's such a, a state of vulnerability that when someone creates content, I don't, I don't think people understand it until they do it. But I know a lot of people get it that want to create content that just don't because they're afraid like, oh, that sucks. Like I do something, no one watches it. Or you always get the comments. You said, oh, Lloyda, you suck. Someone's going to watch this video, but somebody could learn from it. So you, you start there. Now, did creating content in that fashion in the early stages of your career, did that help build your credibility as a real estate agent with people who were, were interesting in like hiring you, retaining you to be the representative and selling their home? Absolutely. I had gotten to a point that I was posting consistently that if I did meet someone that was even remotely interested in working with me, I could now tell them, you know what, look me up. If you're afraid that I'm not legit or if I'm not a real estate agent, just type on Google my name and I'll pop up and you can see that I'm actively out there putting in the work as to what it takes. So absolutely, over time, as my channel started to grow and as I grew on social media, when I was talking to sellers over the phone, because I did do a lot of cold calling, 
some of them would look me up as we were on the phone. So when I would set an appointment and meet in person, I would no longer have to handle a bunch of objections because now they felt that, you know, oh my gosh, I just saw Lloyd on a screen and she's coming to my house. It's almost like they see you as a celebrity and not just that, but there's credibility behind it. You know, I'm not just a, an agent putting up a front on YouTube. I know what I'm doing and that's why I'm teaching other agents so that they can help their clients to the best of their ability. You know, you manufactured your own credibility. I, I love I love content creation. I love social media. Uh, I'm new to loving YouTube. I don't know if you ever heard my story, Loda. I put up like 200 videos on YouTube with no strategy. Didn't even know what tags were. Didn't title them correctly. Nobody saw the videos. They were just there. My existing clients would see it. And I, I repurposed all of that for like short form content on Instagram. If I could go back and switch the times, I totally would have switched and been like all in on YouTube 200 videos ago. But what you shared right there, I love. Because you manufactured and build your credibility. And that's what content creation does. Is it builds that credibility, authenticity. But you said something that, that I want to kind of peel back. You've said numerous times that you were consistent. Mm-hmm. That you were consistently posting content. Did, like, how do you, I guess, how do you create this schedule of consistently posting content? And I guess the other part is how do you stay motivated to consistently post content? Because you know, I, I know even currently, sometimes I post content and I try to stay consistent. I'm like, man, I didn't get as much traction as I want. And you're like, let me go hit record again. Let me do this video again. <laughs> and you're like, man, no one saw the last one, but here I am being consistent. So how did you establish that schedule and how did you stay motivated to remain consistent? So I didn't have any fancy equipment. I didn't have a camera lighting. It was just back then my iPhone 6 and I bought a little tripod. I would film outside in the backyard, take advantage of the natural light. And I remember making so many calls and hearing things that I'm like, you know, this would be a great video. Let me pause my calls or during lunchtime, I'm going to step outside and I'm just going to talk. So from the beginning, I never really had a script. It was just like off the top of the head. Sometimes I would talk really fast or I would run out of breath. But because I had told myself and me personally, I'm the type of person that I hold myself accountable to whatever I say that I'm going to do. And if I don't do it, I feel bad. I'm like, Lloyd, what happened? You didn't get your shit together. Like, you need to do this. So I figured out a way. Um, Like I said earlier, you know, I didn't have a set day or time for when I would be releasing these videos. But if it was Wednesday and I still hadn't put out a video, I'm like, okay, before the week is over, we got to make this happen. I learned how to edit all on my own. It was with iMovie because I had a Mac. So I learned how to do that. And then that's how I just started putting out videos. I made sure that within my schedule during the day, I picked an hour where it was outside of my prospecting time that I can focus on doing these things. So for me, I have a, I I like to tell everyone, I had a very military type of schedule when I was brand new prospecting from eight to 12. Um, afternoons is when I would set for admin work and appointments. And then in the evenings from five to eight prospecting again, if you don't have any deals, you just got to keep on talking to people. So during that time frame that I was not talking to people is when I would take to either film these videos or edit and, and just post them. You know, hearing the, the, the military style structure of the schedule you've posed on yourself, that's an incredible high level of discipline. So kudos to you on that. I mean, eight to 12 on prospecting, or in five to eight on prospecting, I'm doing admin work, and then you're ad, you're adding content creation. Now 
and you self-taught yourself on iMovie, which is awesome, which I, I taught myself video editing on iMovie as well. Um, I, I really, I, I was horrible at it. Then I watched YouTube videos and I got, instead of horrible at it, I was like really bad at it. I'm no longer horrible. And then finally we've, we've you know, the Catapult Technicians team, we've outsourced and we have a video editor now. But I, I love where you're saying, I, I started this. I committed to it. I learned it. iPhone 6 kind of dated both of us on when you started creating content because there's, I think iPhone 14 is coming out pretty soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Ooh. Many, many versions ago. But, Aloida, your commitment to that craft, your commitment to establishing that schedule, I think there's something that everyone can take from that. In developing that content now, let's go to present day. What's your content creation schedule like now? I understand when you start it, now the channel's big, now the influence is big. So what does that schedule look like for you currently? Currently, I post two to three videos every single week. Um, because I have been posting for so long, it's so much easy. It's easier for me to just turn on the camera, record in one take, and not mess up. But it's just because of the skill that I have developed over the years. Um, a lot of the questions that I get from agents, whether it's comments or DMs, that's what I now turn into video content. I like to repurpose also some of the things and break it down. Um, because I have been doing YouTube videos and helping agents, it has allowed me to create a program where I help specifically agents that are getting their license. So YouTube really has been a great way for me to catapult, you know, my career and what I do into so many different things. But that's kind of what it looks like right now. I'm posting more, but I, I like to stay true to the quality of what I'm putting out. Are you still editing your own videos? I am not. Okay. I was, I was <laughs> Here and there. Very rarely, but no, I have somebody else. Okay, I, I was, was going to say you're 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 superwoman. I mean, you just listed everything you did, and then I'm like, oh, if she tells me she edits her videos and her YouTube channel promotes mine, I'm like, man, I, I feel like such a loser right now. But all right, so you <laughs> you've outsourced editing. You do two to three videos. You take all the content. I do agree. The longer you create content, the easier it becomes. Um, yeah, which is so funny. I know I, I mentioned this before there, Lloyd. My mother and, and Catapultation's family heard me say this. My mother's a real estate agent. Uh, she retired after a state career, became a real estate agent. And I think, knock on wood, she's probably going to have doubled her net worth in 10 years of her retirement job as a real estate agent over 30 years of state service. And I sit there and I'm like, mom, let's record content. Let's create content. Let's create content. So all the scary reasons why someone can't record content, you know, she records a 60 second, you know, commercial or Facebook video. And it takes like an hour. And I'm like, man, we, we have to speed this up. So you hear Lloyd saying practice gets better because it makes things easier. Mm -hmm. So I, I appreciate that. You deal now with training and developing new real estate agents. Let's just say new real estate agents, new sales professionals, people who are new to their craft where their income is truly generated from the sales they create. Like there's no, no base salary. Like you, you have to go and you drive. Why do some people succeed in these industries? And why do some people fail? It's tough. You know, some people just don't have a thick skin. Some people want fast results and it might take some time. Some people are just lazy and don't want to put in the work. And it's a combination of all those things. Some of them maybe run out of money to be able to fund their dialer or their services, or they just run out of money if they're doing this full-time and now they have to go and get a part-time job or get a full-time job. So it becomes very difficult. I think as long as you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, get a schedule, be disciplined, be consistent. And it's all about the numbers at the end of the day. The more people you talk to every single day, the sooner you'll come across someone that's looking to buy or sell. 
have a system to follow up, know when to follow up, questions to ask. I know it might sound a lot and very overwhelming, everything that I'm saying, but I think the people that I have personally seen get out of the business, they were just, they were not giving it 100%. Mm. You know, you've said this numerous times in Catapulting Commission's Family. I hope you pause and rewind this episode. Loida has literally said numerous times in everything she's done from creating her first content to knocking on doors to being successful in her real estate career to taking her YouTube channel to over 80,000 subscribers. Consistency, hard work, and full dedication, like fully committed to the crap. I mean, it's almost like, Loida, you said I'm going to be a real estate agent. And you're like, hey, there's the 20-foot portion of the pool. I don't know how to swim, but I'm jumping in because this is what I said I'm going to do. and by how I'll figure it out. I'm not going to drown. I'm, you know, I may swallow some water, but you're not going to drown. And I love hearing your mentality on that. Do you currently have a mentor that's helped mentoring you? Or do, or do you, like, what does your personal development schedule look like right now? Who is influencing you? Yeah, so my partner, my boyfriend, he's also in this business. And he is also a content creator. He's one of the people that has shaped me to be who I am in this business. So he's one of the people that for sure is my mentor. Along with that, I'm very big into always reading, watching Tony Robbins, um, John C. Maxwell, people at a higher level. There's also other ladies within the real estate industry that are doing things like 10 times more than what I want to do. And I seek them as mentors as well because they teach me so much. So it's just always surrounding myself and learning from others that I want to be like that has really helped me to continue, you know, to put the best uh, version of myself out there. I love hearing that story. Lloyd, Lloyda has found she continues to have the mentors around her, uh, the the intimate men mentors that are saying, hey, we're going to continue to grow. So it's always, you know, you've heard me say this before, Catapulting Commissions family, be careful who you surround yourself with and, and protect yeah. who's influencing you in the most organic, intimate way. So those people are closest to you. But then you hear Lloyd say she's looking for people who are doing what she's doing, but doing it better and bigger. No ego involved. I, I want to learn. I want to get better. And then you're feeding your brain with some of the most powerful thought leaders in the world, Tony Robbins, John Maxwell. I mean, I love hearing that you're still committed to this craft of personal professional development. I love hearing your story of commitment and hard work. What's next for you, Lloyd? How does the cat? Yeah. So let's talk. What's next for you? And if the Catapulting Commission's family wants to learn more about you, uh, learn about what you're doing with training new uh, real estate agents, how do they find you? What's all that fun stuff? So you guys can find me on YouTube. Just type Lloyd Velasquez, or you can go to my website, LloydaVelasquez.com. All of my information is there. Um, just like you mentioned, you know, I like to train and teach new agents, but I also do still do real estate and sales. I also have a team, Team BC. We are nationwide, so if we can help anyone anywhere, we're here. Awesome. You, Catapulting Commissions family, you will see all those links for Loida. Uh, you will see the links for her website. You'll see the links for her YouTube channels. More specifically, you will see the link for her first video or her first sales video, which she says wasn't too successful or wasn't good. I don't know if it was successful or not. I guess we didn't ask that. <laughs> Both. Both. All right. Wasn't <laughs> successful and wasn't good. So you will find all of that in the show notes. So do me a favor, Catapult Commissions family. Go get connected with Loida. Go follow her. Go subscribe with her content. Uh, I've subscribed to her content. It's incredibly valuable, whether you're in real estate or not. Hopefully you've heard from this show, the mentality it's taking, Loida, to build a successful business but also a successful brand, right? Lloyd is not just a real estate agent. She is a brand now that has brand equity, that has brand credibility. 
And you, my friends, my Catapult Commission's family, that's an opportunity for you as well. Loida, thank you for joining the Catapult Commission's show. We wish you nothing but abundant success in the future. And Catapult Commission's family, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment, and we will see you next week. Catapulting Commission's family, that does it for today's episode. If you found some value, please be sure to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Don't forget to subscribe. That way you're notified of new episodes. If you want to see the video portion of this podcast, head over to YouTube and look up Catapulting Commission's podcast. Finally, if you want a free copy of Catapulting Commission's, be sure to text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Again, text the word HELLO to 661-228-8967. Thanks for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.